In our busy world, family time frequently gets neglected. It is vital that we give attention to our families while we can, and it is especially important to give attention to what God says in His Word about our homes. For the next few minutes, let's join Scott Pauley as we open the Scriptures and find God's message for your family. Few pictures warm the heart anymore or take your mind to better places than pictures of mother. The spotlight of Scripture, I believe, is rightly on the Lord Jesus Christ, but the Holy Ghost does give us an occasional portrait of His mother. In fact, there are pictures of Mary all through the gospel records. And I think the great lessons that you learn from those pictures are not just for mothers. Certainly, it helps mom. Uh, but it's for all of us. Just like Eve was the mother of all living, Mary helps all of us who want to live as followers of her son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, we've been in Luke chapter number 2, and I'm fascinated by this expression in verse 51, where the Bible says, He went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject unto them, but his mother kept all these sayings in her heart. Do you realize that that expression is used twice for Mary? If you back up in the same chapter, in Luke chapter 2, verse 19, uh, after the, uh, the angelic choir has finished their chorus, the original Hallelujah chorus, uh, Luke 2, verse 19 says, But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. So here's a young mother who doesn't have all the answers. I find it interesting that in the passage that shows us Jesus growing, you also have Mary growing. You have her developing her pursuing, her, her coming further in her faith and a spiritual discernment. Uh, what a picture for all of us of the, the spiritual growth, the journey we all are on. Uh, ponder with me for just a moment these pictures of mother. The first picture you have of Mary is in Luke chapter 1, verse 37 and 38, when the angel shows up and she says, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. That's a picture of her at Nazareth. It's a picture of surrender. Every good story starts with surrender. Here's a, a young mother uh, that says, Lord, I just want whatever you want. I'm your servant. And the second picture you have is in Luke chapter 1, verses 46 to 55. And now at Elizabeth's house, there we have a picture of worship. Listen to Mary, my soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. By the way, that's why we don't worship Mary, because Mary worshiped the Lord. You see, we don't worship Mary because Mary's not the Savior. She was just the servant. And no, she was a true worshiper. Uh, her, her son became more than her son. Her son became her Savior. And so we have a picture of her worshiping. And then here in Luke chapter 2, Verses 48 to 51, we see her at the temple. Here's a picture of growth. She has questions, things she doesn't understand, but she's holding on to every detail. The, the word used here that she ponders these things in her heart, that's the idea of mulling it over and over and over until the Holy Spirit began to reveal some things to her. And then the next picture we have of Mary is in John chapter 2. You remember at the marriage of Cana of Galilee, she says to him, uh, to her son, they have no wine. 
Uh, here we have a picture of faith. She believes on him. I don't know all that transpired here in these silent years between the time he's 12 and the time he's 30, but somewhere in there, she comes to such an understanding of exactly who he is and what he's come to do. She now believes on him. She's found a greater relationship than the physical or the biological or the family relationship. She's entered into a spiritual relationship, and she says to those servants, whatever he says to you, do it. What faith, what expectancy. Then you have a picture of her in Matthew chapter 12, verses 46 to 50, during Christ's public ministry. Here's a picture of instruction. She was at the place where Jesus was teaching. Isn't that interesting? She's not just his mother. She's one of his disciples. The, the woman who taught him is now being instructed by him. They all were being instructed by him. And it's interesting in Matthew 12, she has no more access to Jesus than the least follower of Christ. You see, there is a greater family than the physical family of the Lord Jesus. That's the spiritual family that Jesus brings us into. That's the family of God. And so all through his public ministry, she is personally growing. She's a student. And then we have a picture of her in John 19 at the cross. Here's a picture of acceptance. Read John 19. Mary is one of the three Marys standing at the foot of the cross. And may I ask you a question? What, what does she say there? What are Mary's words at the foot of the cross? And the answer is, she says nothing. She grieves, no doubt about that. But what does she say? She says nothing. Why? Oh, friend, her silence speaks. Do you see the quiet acceptance? Bring your sorrow to the cross. Mary stands in the shadows. But look, standing somewhere in the shadows, you'll find Jesus. Mary wasn't in the shadow of the cross by herself. God was with her there. The Lord Jesus was even caring for her from the cross. Do you remember that? I think there's a beautiful picture here in Mary's life of a woman who initially had faith, but oh, how her faith grew and how she had to continue to exercise that faith. Holman Hunt, uh, who painted a number of famous paintings, uh, painted uh, something called the shadow of the cross. It's a picture of Mary uh, looking into a box filled with all the gifts from the wise men. Remember the gold, the frankincense, and the myrrh? And on the wall behind it, there's a shadow of a cross. It's a reminder uh, that Mary had all of the blessings, all of the joys of seeing Jesus grow up uh, as a child, but she also had the brokenness of seeing him at the cross. You remember Luke 2.35, that prophecy, a sword shall pierce thine own soul also. Mary had pain at the cross, but she accepted that as being from the Lord. Oh, I don't know what pain you're going through in your home today. Try to see Jesus in it. Try to see God's great plan in it. This is something we learn from this picture of mother. And as a footnote, before we move any further, could I just point out, I really believe that Mary's silence at the cross is a reminder to all of us of who Christ is. You see, if this had been some farce, something that they had told him or he had grown up believing that wasn't true, don't you know mother would have tried to straighten it out? Don't you know if anyone would have said, this is a lie, take him down from the cross, it would have been his own mother, but instead she stands there and watches him die because she understands what he's doing. And then the final picture of Mary is in the book of Acts. In Acts chapter 1, she's in the upper room. After the death, after the burial, after the resurrection, she's with the disciples in the upper room. Here's a picture of prayer. She doesn't fall apart. She doesn't fall away. She continues. How? The only way anybody can continue, through prayer. 
And I think that last mention of Mary gives to us a great lasting truth. And it is this, that this was a woman of genuine faith in God. She didn't just obey as a young girl at the nativity. No, she obeyed all the way through to the very end. The Lord Jesus, he's going to leave her. He's going to ascend. And Joseph, her husband, we believe was much older, was already dead by this point. There's no mention of him later in the life of Christ. But watch this. She didn't have Jesus. She didn't have Joseph. But in the end, she had constant access to the Heavenly Father. You see, like all the Word of God, these pictures are not just pictures. They're mirrors for us to examine ourselves. Look, look to Mary, and she'll help you look to Jesus. She needed him. You need him. I need him. This was a woman whose whole life revolved around the Son of God. Can I challenge you to look again today at this picture in Luke 2 of Mary pondering these things in her heart. Look at all the pictures of Mary hung throughout the gospel corridors. And then look to Christ and ask the Lord to help you be the follower of Jesus Christ in, at your home that you ought to be. Remember this, none of us is a better Christian than the Christian we are at home. We hope that you will spend some time talking with your family today about these truths from God's Word and spend time praying for each member of your family. You may find additional podcasts, helpful articles, full-length Bible messages, and other resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. Until next time, may God bless you and your family.